It's nothing specific, Trevor David Houchin. So, uh, it's late, as usual. I'm sitting outside. I'm just trying to be a decent dude for my wife, man. That's all. I'm just, I'm just trying to be a decent dude for my wife. That's it, you know. <clears throat> trying to be a decent guy, man. You know, women, they like, they, you know, they've got these different stages of idealizations of the types of guys they want to be with, you know. They start out, you know, when they're young and they want to be with, like, you know, Prince Charming or whatever. You know, the cutest guy in the class, maybe, I don't know. And then after a few relationships, you know, they 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 bring their expectations down a little bit, you know, they they don't need Prince Charming, they just need a dude who's like, you know, decent looking, I guess, you know. Not huge, you know, not a total ectomorph. Um you know what I mean? Somebody in between. An endomorph, you know, a few more relationships in, they, they just want a guy that's like clean, you know, they'll take a dude that's clean, guy that knows how to clean up, that's not too much to ask, right, right, you're dating somebody, it's not too much to ask, somebody who's clean, a few more years, you know, they're in their 40s, I guess, I don't know, whatever, and all they want is a guy who doesn't have too bad of a criminal record. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to be a decent dude, man. That's all. Because the thing is, like, my wife is eternally happy, man. She's like, you know, she's on the couch right now. She's watching some anime or something. She's singing the songs to the computer by herself. Not a care in the world, like... Nothing, you know, like there's nothing going on. Not a care in the world all day long. From the moment she gets up, she's she, she's singing songs and being real happy and feathery, I guess. <coughs> I swear to God, I wish I could be like that. You know, you want to be a decent dude to honor that. You know what I mean? You want to be a decent dude to honor that commitment to just being so pleasant. Like, like her mood never changes unless I change it, you know, unless I do something stupid to change her mood. You know, like I, I, I come, I come around with my, and she's then, then maybe her mood will change, you know, but otherwise every single day she's like sunshine. She's like the weather in Los Angeles, my wife. Had some pizza today. That was good. You know, pizza's the kind of thing. You know, when 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 anybody mentions pizza, it's like a party, right? You 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 can't be sad around pizza. You know what I mean? Imagine you're 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 you know, you're I don't know, you know, your tire blew out, I don't know, they raise your insurance rate, something. You can't eat pizza while you're reading that news or getting that news. You know what I mean? They don't go together. Pizza and sad things. 
Soup is different. Soup is different. Soup is different. Soup is definitely kind of a somber occasion kind of food. You know, soup. You got to bend down low, you know, to eat it. You got to get real close to the bowl. You know, you got to test it, see if it's... Can you eat it? You know, is it too... Is it going to burn you up? Is it too spicy? Is it hot? Is it, you know, is it... What is it? You know, soup, you're, it's the steam's getting up in your eyes. You know, you're squinting a little bit. Everybody's all crouched over the table quietly with the spoon in the bowl. You know, soup is like a... It's like... It's not happy. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think soup is happy. Yeah, so I got, you know, I had, I had pizza today. I wanted to go to the Jamaican restaurant near the Walmart, but they're closed. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than having a craving for a Jamaican patty. Driving to the local, reliable Jamaican store at five in the afternoon with your mouth all set for the for the patties, you know, you, you bite into it, the crust kind of crumbles a little bit, you know what I mean, into your hand. You know it's going to crumble, but every time you bite and it crumbles, you act like, oh, I didn't know that was going to happen. You got crumbles all over your car seat. You know, you've only, you've only, you've only eaten... 7,000 Jamaican patties in your car. This has only happened 7,000 times, and not one of those times do you think to put your hand underneath your chin or your, your mouth for that first bite, knowing it's going to crumble everywhere. Ingenious. You're a genius. The pizza was good. Some some vegetarian pizza we got from Trader Joe's. Listen, let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now. Are you listening to me? Trader Joe's is fantastic, okay? I don't know why, but I can't figure out why. Every single thing in Trader Joe's is like one, one small millimeter step above generic it all looks kind of like fancy generic stuff do you get you understand what i'm saying in trader joe's everything in there is like it's generic but but it's trader joe's you know it's trader joe's i don't know where did it come from where did like it's a phenomenon Trader Joe's. It's a phenomenon. What a good idea. You know, who is Trader Joe? Like this guy, what a fantastic idea. This guy's got stores everywhere. Trader Joe. He trades. Trader Joe trades in Trader Joe material and objects and things. This guy's a genius, man. He's got all the sexy girls, the sexy, like, young girls, but also, like, the, the, the middle-aged girls, and also, like, the lesbians, man. 
They freaking love Trader Joe's. Lesbians love Trader Joe's, man. I can't blame them. Black people have not caught up to Trader Joe's. But you know what's a great idea? Let me tell you right now. A black Trader Joe's. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> I still got the allergies, man. That's what that is. You know, everybody, I'm sure, is Trevor right? you know, is coughing. That's the, that's the world we live in right now. Paranoia, you know? Paranoia. That's, that's what I think is going on, man. I think it's a concerted effort to make us paranoid of each other because think like that's how you are that's how we all are right now we're paranoid of everyone two months ago three months ago two months ago here in america three months ago maybe i don't know if i coughed during allergy season you wouldn't think a thing no one would bat an eye any other time you know, what you know, there's you got a you got a Walmart full of people coughing, coughing, seat, sneezing, sniffling, wiping. You know what I mean? Any other time you got you you you, you got you you know, you got a bojangles filled with people coughing, sneezing, wiping their eyes, wiping your eyes, opening the door with their hands. <laughs> Come on, man, are you crazy? I'm drinking tea. I'm drinking some nettles tea. Nettles is good for allergies, I hear. And I, you know, I swear by it. The allergy season comes on. I, I, I swear to God, I drink six, seven cups of nettles a day. More. More. I'm, that's, all I'm, that's all I'm taking in is this nettles. I heard about it online. I researched what can I do for these friggin' allergies I got. Allergic to everything. Everything, you know, all the nature, I'm allergic to it. That's real funny, God. Drinking this nettles tea. Trader Joe's is something special, man. If you have not been to Trader Joe's, that's where you need to go. They've got good music playing, Steely Dan. Are you out of your mind? Huh? Tell me someplace better to go shopping than Trader Joe's. They've got Steely Dan playing in the store, brother. Come on, man. Peg, do it again. Hey, 19. I mean, dude, you see, Hey, 19 is exactly like pizza. The song Hey, 19 is exactly like pizza. No matter where you are, what you got going on, who you're with, whatever, whatever, the song Hey 19 comes on, you're happy. Think about it. Think about it. Think about Hey 19. Hey 19. What a, what an incredible, you know, Steely Dan, just as an aside, Steely Dan is one of the greatest and most underrated, underrepresented under-mentioned duos of music in history, bro. Without question. 
Think of the other duos, right? Who do you got? Duos. Let's think about duos. You got Simon and Garfunkel. They're pretty good. Their greatest hits. Their greatest hits is an essential in anybody's collection. Any serious record collection, uh, record music collector. Any serious music collector's record collection. If you don't have, you know, the greatest hits by Simon Garfunkel, Simon and Garfunkel, then get it. I'm not going to insult you. You know, I'm not. Whatever. Get it. Get it. It's got some gems. It's very definite. It represents a very definite moment in um, music history, and a, you know, particular place in American history in terms of how it, how they encapsulated a sort of innocence. You know what I mean? America, America wanted to stay innocent. I guess Vietnam, Vietnam War. They didn't want to have anything to do with that. You know, love, peace. Simon and Garf- Garfunkel. Duos, man. Wham, George Michael and Andrew Ridgely. Listen, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. George Michael was God for a minute. Am I lying? George Michael was God for a minute. When this guy came out with Wham, this guy was like beautiful, man. This guy was a beautiful looking white man. Do you hear what I'm saying? Like the guy was white, you know, the guy that you did, the guy didn't look mixed. He was white. But George Michael had a had a singularly a singular sex appeal about him. George Michael Yeah, uh, duos. Um, tell me some other ones. You know, I, you know, Simon and Garfunkel, Wham. Uh, you know, Steely Dan was a duo. That's the point. They're not a band. Some people think. Some people think there's one guy. <coughs> His name is Steely Dan. No, it's a duo, it's a duo. Um, yeah. So, earlier today I'm out, right? I'm trying to get out. You know, like my, my routine is shattered to pieces, but I'm trying to get out. I, uh, I went to, you know what's good? You know what's good that you've probably never considered before? Big, empty parking lots. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. Big, empty parking lots. Bro, there's so much peace to be had Sitting in your car in a big empty parking lot, it's so peaceful. You know, it's even better when you get out of the car and you're standing kind of leaning on your car in the big empty parking lot. And there's like a big quiet sky above, you know, there's no traffic because that's what's going on right now. 
it's you know, especially at night, there's barely any traffic, and there's about to be less because, you know, Governor Kemp here in Georgia just issued the what is it, shelter in place, you know, the statewide lockdown. I think we've got a curfew. I come home tonight, my wife says we can't go out after six o'clock. So I guess there's a curfew, you know, which is nuts. It's 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 mind boggling, you know, it's like it feels like suddenly a roaming space you know, the space within which that you allow yourself to roam has been complete, you know, curtailed, you know, um, drastically reined in so that your space to get around is your space and your time to get around is now almost, you know, just drastically less than it was just a few weeks ago. weirder than weird man it's weirder than weird and I know it's playing psychological games with people I know different people are experiencing it differently it's weird I'm trying to deal with it you know I go outside as often as my wife lets me she doesn't really want me out there you know she feels the air is poisoned and you know what do I know it, it may very well be, but, uh, you know, it feels like I got to get out there anyway. You know what I mean? You know, but she's like I said, she's fine inside. The, the woman is perfectly fine to not leave the house the entire day. I think that's a mark of a much more settled and having made peace with itself soul. That's, you know, I envy that. I envy that. You know, I feel like a friggin retard because I got I, I feel like I gotta leave the house. I'm telling you, I feel like I'm some kind of nut job for the simple reason that I can't just sit still in the friggin' house all day. You know, the moment I, I'm, I, you know, I pick up my keys and my wife says, well, "My wife is Japanese." She says, "Dokuikuno." Doko ikuno. You know, fast, and the way my wife says it, it sounds like Doko ikuno. You know, she's her face is terrified. Doko ikuno. I'm 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 just gonna go out to the car and look in the trunk. Again, I'm just gonna go look in the trunk. See see what see what we got back in the trunk. Nande. Why? Nande? I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I just want to go see what's in the trunk. Kawaii. I'm scared. Kawaii. Abanayo. It's dangerous. Abanayo. Gotta be kidding me. I'm, I, can I please just go outside? That's what the world is, you know, and I don't want my wife... My eternally happy wife, I don't, you know, I don't want to disappoint her by going outside. You know what I mean? There was a time, there was a time when you almost had to go outside to disappoint your wife. You know? 
do something bad at the job, cheat on her, get into a car accident, you know, accidentally light someplace on fire, all kinds of things. Most things you get in trouble for with your wife, you're doing outside. But nowadays, I can't go outside. I'm in trouble if I go outside. It's unnerving. My wife moves from the kitchen to the living room, back to the kitchen, back to the living room, back to the kitchen, back to the living room. Seriously, I'd say 18 times a day. 18 times a day. And the, the, the entire way she's laughing, giggling, smiling, being happy, being pleasant. Not a care in the world. However, I pick up my car keys. Don't we can all. Friday night, you know, usually, you know, Friday nights, man, in my opinion, Fridays have always been cooler than Saturdays. You know, a lot of people, there's a big, there's a big, which is better Friday or Saturday night debate going on. Right? There is, right? That debates, that debate's going on, right? Friday, Saturday night. I choose Friday. It's better. It's better. It's more carefree. You know what I mean? It doesn't have as much uh, expectation attached to it Friday nights. Friday nights are like anything goes nights. Am I right? Saturdays have too much responsibility. Too much responsibility. Too much... Too much built up expectation. It's gonna be Saturday nights coming. What are you doing? Too much responsibility. Usually, usually right now, I've just come home from uh, Johnny's. It's two, three in the morning. I've just come home from Johnny's Hideaway up in Buckhead. Um, I've been there 50 times. I still have to use a GPS every time to go there and get back. You'd, you'd think you'd think I'd at least remember how to get back, right? Because I just got there like two hours ago, right? Two, three hours ago. I got to use a GPS to get back home. Something. There's something weird about where it is in Buckhead. It's off. It's off the 400. People in that people here like the 400 is one of their highways that everybody knows. Oh, you take the 400 to the. And I, I you know, I'm like, what's the 400? That what, what are you talking about? Where's the 400? I know about an. I know. I know about a 75, an 85, a 285. That's it. 400. What are you talking about, man? Johnny's is up. Johnny's is up. Buckhead 400. Get off the 400. You get off the 400 somewhere. You turn right on Peach Tree. You, then you turn another right on some. You know, I don't know. But Johnny's is all right. It's got a weird. It's got a weird attraction. Johnny's to me is like Greece. If Greece was a nightclub. 
the movie Grease. John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John, the other guys, Shanana. Shanana was a big part of that film. They had a big part, a big role in that film. Shanana is one of these American things that you wonder, like, how were they famous? Like, what, what, what did, what, what was going on? Like, what year was it? Shanana is out there, like, like greasers, right? Wasn't it like 1985? Were there greasers then? Like, what, you know, what five, six guys get together and go, hey, let's be a greaser band. And one of you guys is going to go, doo-wop, doo-wop, you know. Well, you're going to, you're, hey, Bowser, you're going to have, you got the real deep voice. That'll really get everybody going. Shanana, but yeah, Johnny's is, to me, it's like if Grease was a movie. Grease was a nightclub, sorry. A lot of white people, which is, which, you know, my mind continues to boggle about that. Here in Atlanta, here in, you know, well, Buckhead's the exclusive Atlanta, you know, high class 90210 kind of whatever, Beverly Hills. The Buckhead is like the Beverly Hills of, of, uh, of, uh, Atlanta. Johnny's is smack right there, right there in the middle. So, of course, you know, white people, you know, a lot of white people. Um, truth, man. You know, tr- you know. Full disclosure. A lot of really, really pretty white girls, man. Like the kind of you know these white girls. You, you know, VIP, Pamela Anderson. I was on that show, by the way. That's a whole nother conversation. We'll talk, you know, what another time. But yeah, I was on. I was on VIP. Pamela Anderson, uh, the dark-haired chick. She was really kind of feeling me for whatever reason. I don't know. I can never tell. And then the black guy. I played a criminal. I got blown up. Um, and that's the, that day when we were shooting the scene, I didn't know that we were going to be shooting a stunt. Nobody said, Trevor, you're going to run out of the... I See, I'm, I'm, I'm checking my mailbox, right? I'm checking my mailbox. And somebody's planted a bomb in my mailbox because my character is a snitch. I'm some snitch guy who snitched on somebody. That's what I could make of it anyway. Um, I, I had like a half a dozen lines. I don't know. I'm some snitch guy, so I'm going. I'm, I'm going to check my mailbox, and I stick my key in the mailbox, and then as soon as I do that, you hear like this sound, like the sound of a bomb ticking down, about to explode, and then so the VIP black guy and and, and Italian-looking white chick who was feeling me grab me, and we all run out of there, and then it explodes, man. The the, the friggin' thing explodes, and I was on the set. And it was a fake building. It was a fake building, but it it fucking exploded, you know. And but then they, you know, it was all pyrotechnic. So like immediately after the thing explodes, directors like cut, and then suddenly the fire's gone, you know. And you do that like six or seven times. Really trippy. Um. But anyway, the white chicks and Johnnies, man, they're, 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 they're these, you know, it's, this is the South. We live in Atlanta. So there's a lot of blonde haired, blue eyed, 
what you would call beautiful Pamela Anderson style white chicks. That's never quite been my type, though. That's not quite my physical type. Somebody asks me to, to describe, hey, Trevor, what's your type? You know, I'm not going to start with blonde hair. That's just not going to come out of my mouth. It's nothing having to do with race. It has everything to do with preference. I just, you know, I prefer dark hair. I prefer dark hair. I prefer, I prefer the lady of my life or even the lady of the moment to have dark hair. I just think it's deeper, more soulful. It's, uh, it's, it's got a certain uh, thickness to it, regardless of whether or not it really is thick. It's not what I'm talking about here that we're talking about Johnny. So the Johnny's has a really, really high number of these pretty blonde girls that roll up in that spot in their 20s and their 30s and their 40s. They're like they're 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 banging. The thing is, you know, white chicks in clubs feel the need to hold each other's hands or something of that nature as they pass through the crowd. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Like, you know, white chicks seem to like, if, if they're in a club and there's two of them, there could be six of them. They, they might all be holding hands as they pass through the club. It would, what's that? Like, I don't know what that is. That's an immediate turnoff to me. That's a, you know, for me, that's a certain personality type and that personality type and I do not mesh. Physically, though, like I said, Johnny's got on any given Friday night, Johnny's has three dozen of them in there, man. I'm telling you. But there's also, you know, I, I don't I don't mean but that's rude. Let me change that conjunction to and also inside Johnny. nothing specific Trevor David Houchin so uh, it's late as usual I'm sitting outside I'm just trying to be a decent dude for my wife man that's all I'm just I'm just trying to be a decent dude for my wife that's it you know <clears throat> trying to be a decent guy, man. You know, women, they like, they, you know, they've got these different stages of idealizations of the types of guys they want to be with, you know. They start out, you know, when they're young and they want to be with, like, you know, Prince Charming or whatever. You know, the cutest guy in the class, maybe, I don't know. And then after a few relationships, you know, they, they, they bring their expectations down a little bit, you know, they... They don't need Prince Charming. They just need a dude who's like, you know, decent looking, I guess, you know, not huge, you know, not a total ectomorph. Um, you know what I mean? Somebody in between. An endomorph. You know, a few more relationships in. They, they just want a guy that's like clean, you know, they'll take a dude that's clean Guy that knows how to clean up. 
That's not too much to ask, right? Right? You're dating somebody? It's not too much to ask. Somebody who's clean. A few more years, you know, they're in their 40s, I guess. I don't know, whatever. And all they want is a guy who doesn't have too bad of a criminal record. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to be a decent dude, man. That's all. Because the thing is, like, my wife is eternally happy, man. She's like, you know, she's on the couch right now. She's watching some anime or something. She's singing the songs to the computer by herself. Not a care in the world. Like, nothing. You know, like, there's nothing going on. Not a care in the world all day long. From the moment she gets up, she's she, she's singing songs and being real happy and feathery, I guess. <coughs> I swear to God, I wish I could be like that. You know, you want to be a decent dude to honor that. You know what I mean? You want to be a decent dude to honor that commitment to just being so pleasant, like... Like, her mood never changes unless I change it, you know? Unless I do something stupid to change her mood, you know? Like, I I, I come I come around with my... And she's... Then, then maybe her mood will change, you know? But otherwise, every single day, she's like sunshine. She's like the weather in Los Angeles, my wife. Had some pizza today. That was good. You know, pizza's the kind of thing, you know, when, 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 when anybody mentions pizza, it's like a party, right? You, you, you can't be sad around pizza. You know what I mean? Imagine you're, 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 you know, you're, I don't know, you know, your tire blew out. I don't know. They raise your insurance rate, something. You can't eat pizza while you're reading that news or getting that news. You know what I mean? They don't go together. Pizza and sad things. Soup is different. Soup is different. Soup is different. Soup is definitely kind of a somber occasion kind of food. You know, soup. You got to bend down low, you know, to eat it. You got to get real close to the bowl. You know, you got to test it, see if it's, can you eat it? You know, is it too, is it going to burn you up? Is it too spicy? Is it hot? Is it, you know, is it, what is it? You know, soup, you're, it's the steam's getting up in your eyes. You know, you're squinting a little bit. Everybody's all crouched over the table quietly with the spoon in the bowl. You know, soup is like a, it's like, it's not happy. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think soup is happy. Yeah, so I got, you know, I had, I had pizza today. I wanted to go to the Jamaican restaurant near the Walmart, but they're closed. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than having a craving for a Jamaican patty. Driving to the local, reliable Jamaican store at five in the afternoon with your mouth all set for the for the patties you know you you bite into it the crust kind of crumbles a little bit you know what I mean into your hand you know it's going to crumble but every time you bite 
and it crumbles, you act like, oh, I didn't know that was going to happen. You got crumbles all over your car seat. You know, you've only you've only you've only eaten 7000 Jamaican patties in your car. This has only happened 7000 times and not one of those times do you think to put your hand underneath your chin or your your mouth for that first bite knowing it's going to crumble everywhere. Ingenious. You're a genius. <clears throat> the pizza was good. Some some vegetarian pizza we got from Trader Joe's. Listen, let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now. Are you listening to me? Trader Joe's is fantastic. Okay? I don't know why, but I can't figure out why. Every single thing in Trader Joe's is like one, one small millimeter step above generic. It all looks kind of like fancy generic stuff. Do you get, you understand what I'm saying in Trader Joe's? Everything in there is like, it's generic, but, but it's Trader Joe's, you know, it's Trader Joe's. I don't know. Where did it come from? Where did like, it's a phenomenon, Trader Joe's. It's a phenomenon. What a good idea. You know, who is Trader Joe? Like this guy, what a fantastic idea. This guy's got stores everywhere. Trader Joe. He trades. Trader Joe trades in Trader Joe material and objects and things. This guy's a genius, man. He's got all the sexy girls, the sexy, like, young girls, but also, like, the, the, the middle-aged girls and also, like, the lesbians, man. They freaking love Trader Joe's. Lesbians love Trader Joe's, man. I can't blame them. Black people have not caught up to Trader Joe's. But you know what's a great idea? Let me tell you right now. A black Trader Joe's. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> I still got the allergies, man. That's what that is. You know, everybody, I'm sure, is Trevor all right, you know, is coughing. That's the that's the world we live in right now. Paranoia, you know. Paranoia. That's that's what I think is going on, man. I think it's a concerted effort to make us paranoid of each other because think like that's how you are. That's how we all are right now. We're paranoid of everyone. Two months ago, three months ago, two months ago here in America, three months ago maybe I don't know. If I had coughed during allergy season, you wouldn't think a thing. No one would bat an eye. Any other time, you know, what you know, there's you got a you got a Walmart full of people coughing, coughing, seat, sneezing, sniffling, wiping. You know what I mean? Any other time, you got you you you, you got you you know, you got a Bojangles filled 
with people coughing, sneezing, wiping their eyes, wiping your eyes, opening the door with their hands. Come on, man. Are you crazy? I'm drinking tea. I'm drinking some nettles tea. Nettles is good for allergies, I hear. And I, you know, I swear by it. The allergy season comes on. I, I, I swear to God, I drink six, seven cups of nettles a day. More. More. I'm, that's, all I'm, that's all I'm taking in is this nettles. I heard about it online. I researched what can I do for these friggin' allergies I got. Allergic to everything. Everything, you know, all the nature, I'm allergic to it. That's real funny, God. Drinking this nettles tea. Trader Joe's is something special, man. If you have not been to Trader Joe's, that's where you need to go. They've got good music playing, Steely Dan. Are you out of your mind? Huh? Tell me someplace better to go shopping than Trader Joe's. They've got Steely Dan playing in the store, brother. Come on, man. Peg, do it again. Hey, 19. I mean, dude, you see, Hey 19 is exactly like pizza. The song Hey 19 is exactly like pizza. No matter where you are, what you got going on, who you're with, whatever, whatever, the song Hey 19 comes on, you're happy. Think about it. Think about it. Think about Hey 19. Hey 19. What a what an incredible, you know, Steely Dan. Just as an aside, Steely Dan is one of the greatest and most underrated, underrepresented, undermentioned duos of music in history, bro. Without question. Think of the other duos, right? Who do you got duos? Let's think about duos. You got Simon and Garfunkel. They're pretty good. Their greatest hits, their greatest hits is an essential in anybody's collection. Any serious record collection, uh, record music collector, any serious music collector's record collection. If you don't have, you know, the greatest hits by Simon Garfunkel, Simon and Garfunkel, then get it. I'm not going to insult you. You know, I'm not. Whatever, get it. Get it. It's got some gems. It's very definite. It represents a very definite moment in um, music history and a you know, particular place in American history in terms of how it how they encapsulated a sort of innocence. You know what I mean? America, America wanted to stay innocent, I guess. Vietnam, Vietnam War. They didn't want to have anything to do with that. You know, love, peace. Simon and Garf Garfunkel. Duos, man. Wham, George Michael and Andrew Ridgely. Listen, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. George Michael was God for a minute. Am I lying? George Michael was God for a minute. When this guy came out with Wham, this guy was like beautiful, man. This guy was a beautiful looking white man. Do you hear what I'm saying? Like, 
the guy was white, you know, the guy that did the guy didn't look mixed. He was white. But George Michael had a had a singularly a singular sex appeal about him. George Michael. Yeah, uh, duos. Um, tell me some other ones. You know, I you know, Simon and Garfunkel, Wham. Uh, you know, Steely Dan was a duo. That's the point. They're not a band. Some people think. Some people think there's one guy. <coughs> His name is Steely Dan. No, it's a duo, it's a duo. Um, yeah. So, earlier today I'm out, right? I'm trying to get out. You know, like, my, my routine is shattered to pieces, but I'm trying to get out. I, uh, I went to, you know what's good? You know what's good that you've probably never considered before? Big, empty parking lots. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. Big, empty parking lots. Bro, there's so much peace to be had Sitting in your car in a big, empty parking lot, it's so peaceful. You know it's even better? When you get out of the car and you're standing, kind of leaning on your car in the big, empty parking lot. And there's like a big, quiet sky above, you know? There's no traffic, because that's what's going on right now. There's bar- you know, especially at night, there's barely any traffic and there's about to be less because, you know, Governor Kemp here in Georgia just issued the, what is it, shelter in place, you know, the statewide lockdown. I think we've got a curfew. I, I come home tonight. My wife says we can't go out after six o'clock. So I guess there's a curfew, you know, which is nuts. It's 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 mind boggling. You know, it's like it feels like. Suddenly, your roaming space, you know, the space within which that you allow yourself to roam has been complete, you know, curtailed, you know, um, drastically reined in so that your space to get around is your space and your time to get around is now almost, you know, just drastically less than it was just few weeks ago it's weirder than weird man it's weirder than weird and I know it's playing psychological games with people I know different people are experiencing it differently it's weird I'm trying to deal with it you know I go outside as often as my wife lets me she doesn't really want me out there you know she feels the air is poisoned and 
you know, what do I know? It, it may very well be, but, uh, you know, it feels like I got to get out there anyway. You know what I mean? You know, but she's, like I said, she's fine inside. The, the woman is perfectly fine to not leave the house the entire day. I think that's a mark of a much more settled and having made peace with itself soul. That's, you know, I envy that. I envy that. You know, I feel like a friggin' retard because I got I, I feel like I got to leave the house. I'm telling you, I feel like I'm some kind of nut job for the simple reason that I can't just sit still in the friggin' house all day. You know, the moment I, I'm, I, you know, I pick up my keys and my wife says, my wife is Japanese. She says, Dokuikuno. Doko ikuno, you know, fast, and the way my wife says it, it sounds like, Doko ikuno, you know, she's, her face is terrified. Doko ikuno, I'm, 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 I'm just going to go out to the car and look in the trunk again. I'm just going to go look in the trunk, see, see what, see what we got back in the trunk. Nande? Why? Nande? I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I just want to go see what's in the trunk. Kawaii. I'm scared. Kawaii. Abenayo. It's dangerous. Abenayo. Gotta be kidding me. I'm, I, can I please just go outside? That's what the world is, you know, and I don't want my wife... My eternally happy wife, I don't, you know, I don't want to disappoint her by going outside. You know what I mean? There was a time, there was a time when you almost had to go outside to disappoint your wife. You know, do something bad at the job, cheat on her, get into a car accident, you know, accidentally light someplace on fire, all kinds of things. Most things you get in trouble for with your wife, you're doing outside. But nowadays, I can't go outside. I'm in trouble if I go outside. It's unnerving. <clears throat> My wife moves from the kitchen to the living room, back to the kitchen, back to the living room, back to the kitchen, back to the living room. Seriously, I'd say 18 times a day, 18 times a day. And the, the, the entire way she's laughing, giggling, smiling, being happy, being pleasant, not a care in the world. However, I pick up my car keys. Friday night, you know, usually, you know, Friday nights, man, in my opinion, Fridays have always been cooler than Saturdays. You know, a lot of people, there's a big, there's a big, which is better Friday or Saturday night debate going on. Right? There is, right? That debates, that debates going on, right? Friday, Saturday night. I choose Friday. It's better.
it's better. It's more carefree. You know what I mean? It doesn't have as much uh, expectation attached to it Friday nights. Friday nights are like anything goes nights. Am I right? Saturdays have too much responsibility. Too much responsibility, too much, too much built up expectation. It's going to be Saturday nights coming. What are you doing? Too much responsibility. Usually, usually right now, I've just come home from uh, Johnny's. It's two, three in the morning. I've just come home from Johnny's hideaway up in Buckhead. Um, I've been there 50 times. I still have to use a GPS every time to go there and get back. You'd, you'd think you'd think I'd at least remember how to get back, right? Because I just got there like two hours ago, right? Two, three hours ago. I got to use a GPS to get back home. Something, there's something weird about where it is in Buckhead. It's off, it's off the 400. People in that, people here, like the 400 is one of their highways that everybody knows. Oh, you take the 400 to the, and I, I you know, I'm like, what's the 400? That What are you talking about? Where's the 400? I know about an, I know, I know about a 75, an 85, a 285. That's it. 400. What are you talking about, man? Johnny's is up. Johnny's is up. Buckhead 400. Get off the 400. You get off the 400 somewhere. You turn right on Peach Tree. You, then you turn another right on some, you know, I don't know. But Johnny's is all right. It's got a weird, it's got a weird attraction. Johnny's to me is like Greece. If Greece was a nightclub, the movie Grease. John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John, the other guys, Shanana. Shanana was a big part of that film. They had a big part, a big role in that film. Shanana is one of these American things that you wonder, like, how were they famous? Like, what, what, what did, what, what was going on? Like, what year was it? Shanana is out there, like, like greasers, right? Wasn't it like 1985? Were there greasers then? Like, what, what, you know, what five, six guys get together and go, hey, let's be a greaser band. And one of you guys is going to go, doo-wop, doo-wop, you know. Well, you're going to, you're, hey, Bowser, you're going to have, you got the real deep voice. That'll really get everybody going. Shanana, but yeah, Johnny's is, to me, it's like if Grease was a movie. Greece was a nightclub, sorry. A lot of white people, which is, which, you know, my mind continues to boggle about that. Here in Atlanta, here in, you know, well, Buckhead's the exclusive Atlanta, you know, high class 90210 kind of whatever, Beverly Hills. The Buckhead is like the Beverly Hills of, of, uh, of uh, Atlanta, Johnny's is smack right there, right there in the middle. So of course, you know, white people, you know, a lot of white people. 
um, truth, man, you know, you know, full disclosure, a lot of really, really pretty white girls, man, like the kind of, you know, these white girls, you, you know, VIP, Pamela Anderson, I was on that show, by the way, that's a whole nother conversation, we'll talk, you know, what another time, but yeah, I was on, I was on VIP, Pamela Anderson, uh, the dark haired chick, she was really kind of feeling me for whatever reason, I don't know, I can never tell, and then the black guy, I played a criminal. I got blown up. Um, and that's the, that day when we were shooting the scene, I didn't know that we were going to be shooting a stunt. Nobody said, Trevor, you're going to run out of the... I See, I'm, I'm, I'm checking my mailbox, right? I'm checking my mailbox. And somebody's planted a bomb in my mailbox because my character is a snitch. I'm some snitch guy who snitched on somebody. That's what I could make of it anyway. Um, I, I had like a half a dozen lines. I don't know. I'm some snitch guy. So I'm going, I'm, I'm going to check my mailbox and I stick my key in the mailbox. And then as soon as I do that, you hear like this sound, like, the sound of a bomb ticking down about to explode. And then, so the VIP black guy and, and, and Italian looking white chick who was feeling me grabbed me and we all run out of there and then it explodes, man. The, the, the friggin' thing explodes. And I was on the set and it was a fake building. It was a fake building, but it, it fucking exploded, you know? And, but then they, you know, it was all pyrotechnic. So like, Immediately after the thing explodes, directors like cut and then suddenly the fire's gone, you know, and you do that like six or seven times. Really trippy. Um, but anyway, the white chicks and Johnny's man, they're 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 these, you know, it's this is the South. We live in Atlanta. So there's a lot of blonde haired, blue eyed what you would call beautiful Pamela Anderson style white chicks. That's never quite been my type though. That's not quite my physical type. Somebody asks me to, to describe, hey Trevor, what's your type? You know, I'm not gonna start with blonde hair. That's just not gonna come out of my mouth. It's nothing having to do with race. It has everything to do with preference. I just, you know, I prefer dark hair. I prefer dark hair. I prefer I prefer the lady of my life or even the lady of the moment to have dark hair. I just think it's deeper, more soulful. It's uh it's it's got a certain uh thickness to it regardless of whether or not it really is thick. It's not what I'm talking about here though. We're talking about Johnny. So the Johnny's has a really really high number of these pretty blonde girls that roll up in that spot in their 20s and their 30s and their 40s they're like they're 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 banging the thing is you know white chicks in clubs feel the need to hold each other's hands or something of that nature as they pass through the crowd am i wrong Am I wrong? Like, I, you know, white chicks seem to like, if, if they're in a club and there's two of them, 
there could be six of them. They, they might all be holding hands as they pass through the club. Hey, what, what's that? Like, I don't know what that is. That's an immediate turnoff to me. That's a, you know, for me, that's a certain personality type and that personality type and I do not mesh. Physically, though, like I said, Johnny's got, on any given Friday night, Johnny's has three dozen of them in there, man. I'm telling you. But there's also, you know, I, I, don't, I don't mean but, that's rude. Let me change that conjunction to and also inside 